Blog Talk Radio. Ken Builder Radio Network. Welcome to the iTalk Credit Radio Show with your host, Ira Royal. Using financial literacy to inspire, motivate, and empower people to set and achieve goals in all aspects of life. Join us every Thursday evening, starting at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on the Cat Builder Network. To be a guest or for more information, go to italkcredit.com. Now sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Welcome to the iTalk Credit Radio Show on the Cat Building Network. My name is Ira Royal, and I'll be your host every week, navigating us through this thing we call credit literacy. I want to take a moment to thank everyone instrumental in creating this platform. Our mission is truly to educate, inspire, and motivate you to take control of your financial lifestyle. This show is about you. It's about the people. It's about education. It's about making sure you have the tools and the information you need to succeed. We plan to take a very real approach to educating our audience on the do's and the dope of credit. And more importantly, the why. I want every entrepreneur listening to be informed on how to get the capital they need to reach their goals. I want every person who's listening who has dreams of purchasing a home but they don't know where to start, their mind is focused on the three-digit score, they don't know how to improve their score or even who to talk to to reach that goal. I want them to listen up because we're going to have audience on here that can educate them and really help them through that journey. So, look, we have a great show for you lined up tonight. Um, we've got a guest interview, Mr. Mark Parham, director of the Entrepreneurship Center with the Urban League, my mentor, and some good friends. We're going to have Quentin and Jeff here from Credit Concepts. We're going to talk about credit restoration, provide you with the tools and the knowledge you need to positively impact your credit score. For all the entrepreneurs listening, we have Mr. Chris Frederick here. He's going to discuss business credit preparation. Then we're going to do a death to the score segment, and then we're going to wrap up for tonight. Again, this show is about youth, it's about education, it's about positivity and being progressive. So we're going to take a short break, and when we get back, we're going to do credit talk. We're going to talk about the ABCs of credit literacy. You're listening to the I Talk Credit radio show on the Cat Builder Network. We'll be right back. When I was little, I didn't talk for a long time. I was sensitive to lights and sounds, so I built secret hiding places where they couldn't get in. Sometimes I did the same things over and over. Until one day, I found out I had autism. My family got me help. Slowly, I learned how to live with it better. Early intervention can make a lifetime of difference. Learn the signs at autismspeaks.org slash signs. Brought to you by Autism Speaks and the Ad Council. All right, welcome back to the show. Right now, we're going to do credit talk. And in this segment of the show, we're going to talk about myths about credit, 
things that you hear maybe on the radio, on a TV show that maybe they're true but maybe they're not true, but more importantly, how do they relate to you? How can they help you on your journey to either gain credit, maintain credit, or, or, or reach a goal? So we're going to go over myth busters. We're going to provide you with some statistics. And more importantly, just give you the tools that you need to start that journey. So today I want to talk about the ABCs of credit. Um, I call it A for awareness. B stands for the behaviors, and the C stands for commitment. So the awareness aspect of it is you really need to know. I mean, it's just fundamental, right? We're not talking about rocket science. You need to pull your credit score. You need to always at least, at least once a quarter, have some type of tool where you can access your file and your score. Be knowledgeable about what's on that file. A lot of times, there's information on there that's not correct, but you would never know unless you're proactively and consistently accessing that file. So be aware. Um, behaviors. There's certain behaviors that we'll go over on this show that you can do on a daily basis, weekly basis, um, definitely on an annual basis that can help not just drive a credit score, but help you really um, develop certain behaviors to have a positive impact on your financial lifestyle. One thing about this show is not just about that three-digit score. It's about maintaining a lifestyle that's progressive and that reflects over into not just your money, but your mentality, um, maybe your spirituality, and even your health. You know, finances and health play an important role in your life. If you're stressed about your finances, a lot of times you're not going to be at your most healthiest um, in terms of your body. Commitment. You know, anything dealing with finances is tough. You know, something that you check your account every day, right? You know, I'm not saying check your credit every day, but you have to commit to at least, I would say, on a um, quarterly basis, going through with a fine-tooth comb and making sure the things on there are correct. Be committed to your finances. Be committed to um, making a, uh, a goal. If it's, you know, at the end of the year, I want to have this amount in my savings account or I want to see my score increase this much, set that goal and really work towards it. Again, A is for awareness, B is for the behaviors needed to make that change, and C is for commitment. we got to be committed in 2017, y'all. This is the year for change, and I want this platform to be all about educating and inspiring and motivating you to help you along that journey. So, again, this is Credit Talk. Each week we'll be bringing you something different. I'll keep it um, upbeat. I'll keep it flavorful. It will always be interesting. Um, if there's anything you want me to talk about, please just um, email me at info at italkcredit.com. But this will be a really good segment to really help you along that journey. So we're going to take another short break, and when we get back, we're going to talk to the business credit um, specialist, Chris Frederick, um, really good friend of mine. He's you know, just a, a pillar in the community and very knowledgeable about business credit. So we're going to talk to Chris when we get back. Be right here on iTalk Credit Radio, Cat Builder Network. graduated high school or even let alone go to college so I'm trying to break that barrier my daughter Brooklyn was also a motivation for me to go back to school every day after work went straight to school studied hard and, and it paid off 
At age 26, Kareem finished his high school diploma. I could not have done it alone. I feel like if I didn't have anyone to push me, I wouldn't gave a bother to do it. I got one milestone down the drain, and now I got to work on the next. I see the future is really bright for me. I feel like it doesn't matter the age, as long as you go back and get it done. The high school diploma is just added to the confidence, and now I feel unstoppable. No one gets a diploma alone. You have more support than you realize. If you're thinking of finishing your high school diploma, you have help. Find free adult education classes near you at finishyourdiploma.org. That's finishyourdiploma.org. Brought to you by the Dollar General Literacy Foundation and the Ad Council. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the show. This is iTalk Credit Radio and the Cat Building Network. So right now we're going to talk to Chris Frederick. He's a commercial analyst in Raleigh, North Carolina. He manages a commercial portfolio. He has over 10 years' experience in consumer and small business credit, commercial and investment lines of credit. Um, a really good friend um, and just a, a wealth of knowledge and information. Hey, Chris, are you on? I am. What's going on, Ira? Hey, man, it's, 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 I'm, I'm blessed, man. I cannot complain at all. Um, you know, I thank you for, for, you know, participating in my first show and, and supporting me. And you might not know this, Chris, but, you know, you are one of the reasons why I'm here today. And that's one of the reasons why I asked you to be on the show. You are one of the first bankers that I've ever met, you know, and, and, and not only that, you know, just knowing you because you were a banker, but just your demeanor, your willingness to help people, and you were just a cool brother in general. And so that really started me on my journey in financial services. And so, you know, I just want to thank you because if it wasn't for you, I wouldn't be where I am today. So thank you so much, man, and I appreciate you um, supporting me. Oh, man, I appreciate that, man. You know, I'm just I'm just glad to see you doing your thing, man. This radio show, I can already tell it's going to be a success. Um, you know, it's soulful. We got Erica Badu in the background, so I like oh, yeah. that already. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so. Hey, yeah, man, appreciate this is good, it. man. <laughs> what, what you got for us today, man? What you got for us? So, man, just, you know, just the basics, man. You know, business credit, uh, probably one of the number one questions I get is from small business owners or people that want to start a business is how do I get business credit? Um, what do I do to go about it? I try to get business credit, and I got denied, and I don't understand why, and that type of thing. So, the first thing I always tell people is that business credit, like the bank is trying to figure out can they get repaid. So just because you have a great idea or a great business, that's not going to necessarily guarantee that you're going to get a loan. Uh, unfortunately, it's not like Shark Tank. You really don't get a chance anymore like you did back in the day to kind of talk to the banker and sell your dream and tell them why it's going to be a good business taking that they can get repaid. Um, so something like we may need to see historical financials or tax returns stating that, you know, in the previous years you've been able to show that your company's profitable and they can serve as debt or they can pay monthly payments to pay that debt back. Um, maybe you have a large amount of liquidity where we can say that, hey, you know what, if something goes wrong, if the business doesn't work out, they got this large amount of liquidity, they'll be able to pay us back. The bank has to see some way that they can get repaid back. So I tell a lot of people a lot of times they're working a full-time job. 
um, you know, some type of professional services, and they say, you know what, I'm going to go out on my own and start my thing. I think I'm going to quit my job. That is the first thing I tell people not to do. Uh, I know it's going to be a lot of work because, you know, you're going to be working a full-time job and then you're trying to do your business part-time and you feel not, you're not, feel like you're not giving your whole self to your business. Um, but the thing is, when you keep that full-time job, um, we make him say, hey, you know what, we can give them a small business loan because with their full-time job, they can pay this loan back. So even if the business doesn't quite work out, they can still pay that with their full-time job. So that's, that's like the main reason I tell people, try not to quit that full-time gig if you got it and just jump out there. And I understand you probably want to start your own business because your boss getting on your nerves and, you know, you don't want to be tired doing 40 hours or more than that and then going doing your own thing. But you have to show that you can repay that loan back. You know, it's just like um, when you go to a car dealership, and you're like, you know what, I like this new Tahoe. I want to get this truck. You can't tell the car salesman that, hey, it's going to be for my business. I'm starting this business. I'm going to make money. No, the car <laughs> yeah, salesman wants to see it. a pay stub, you know? That's right. <laughs> they want to see a pay stub. They want to check your credit to see that you pay bills, you know, in the past. So it's the same mm-hmm. thing. Just think of the loan is just the bank's product, just like that Tahoe is. Chevrolet's product, that loan is the bank's product. So we have to be able to see that you can pay that loan back. So, you know, so try not to quit that full-time gig. Uh, Try to keep it just so you can show you have cash flow that's still coming in. Um, That's like some of the main things I try to tell people, man. Um, Just to, you know, you want to show that you can repay that Mm -hmm. debt. Unfortunately, it's not like Shark Tank, you know, and and, and if you honestly, go ahead, my bad. All right, what was you about to say? No, that, that makes perfect sense, and, and I appreciate that you said that um, because a lot of people go in there with that, that hobby mentality, mm-hmm. and they haven't mm-hmm. done the research and invested the time to see if, one, if that business is lucrative or can produce any type of revenue. And so you're sitting right. in front of a banker who, like you said, Chris, at the end of the day, they want to make sure that loan product is fulfilled or is paid. And you know yep. you're, you're kind of selling them a hype dream, and it doesn't. You guys are not aligned. So you know, valuable information that you're giving right there. That's awesome. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, and, and I tell people like, so if you're in a situation where, you know, maybe you don't, you can't supply those documents showing how you can pay that loan back. You know, you may want to think about private investors. You know, that's pretty much what Shark Tank is. It's like, you know, it's private investors. So maybe you got a friend that you know is sitting on some cash or make good money. Um, It's good to, you know, get somebody in with you that you know has some liquidity that can support you. Um, In the beginning, especially things going to be tough to get financing from a traditional source like a financial institution. So um, that that's always a key, but understand when you do that, a lot of times that private investor is going to ask for equity in your company, ownership in it. So you know you 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 know when you when you're more of a risk because if you can't you know maybe necessarily get financing from the bank, not just our tenants because you know you're you're a higher risk, so you're going to have to pay a little more, and that could be equity in your company. Yeah, that makes perfect sense. At the end of the day. Credit is nothing more than a measurement of your potential to pay, right? It's just a right. risk indicator. 
At the end of the day, the bank wants their money, and they want to know um, by your past experiences, by your past behaviors, you know, are you able to pay that loan back? So you mean you're right, and I love that you touched on, you know, the hobby mentality and making sure that you set yourself up for success and you have that plan. Um, that's for all the entrepreneurs out there. That's for the people who aspire to become entrepreneurs. You got to have a plan. You got to have a business plan. You have to come to the table with some type of, um, you know, model that you can sell, where you identify your core competencies, and you really um, show the bank that you can, you know, pay back that loan if you're able to get that. So that's that's great, and Chris. Thank you so much for, you know, going over that and for your time. You know, hopefully you can come back and continue kicking some more of that knowledge. Again, I appreciate you and helping me um, really just start my journey out, man. You're the reason why I'm here. So um, I thank you so much, man. And, and anything that I can ever do for you, I'm only a phone call away, brother. I appreciate it. Hey, no doubt, man. Have a good show, bro. Thanks, man. All right, buddy. All right. That was Mr. Chris Frederick. You know, he just gave us a lot of good information to all the entrepreneurs that are listening. Um, you know, hopefully he's going to come back, you know, at least once a month and provide us more information. I think this is stuff that we need to know. We need to know this before we sit in front of the bankers. We need to know this before we put our own application. Um, we need to be proactive, basically. That B and the ABCs of um, credit, behaviors, awareness, commitment. Um, so I, I appreciate it. Now we're going to go right into you know, kind of a more consumer and personal um, business credit literacy. We're going to bring on Quincy and Jeff from Credit Concepts. Um, one thing I can say about these gentlemen is they are leading edge pillars in the community and really making a wave in this thing we call credit. I mean, they've established an organization that really allows you to take credit in your control um, and allows you to be educated and to be aware and to be knowledgeable about what you want to do and where you want to go. So, you know, I've been working with these gentlemen for uh, almost two years now, and, you know, they've been my mentors, and they're reason, uh, another reason why I'm here right now, why I'm doing what I'm doing, um, a wealth of knowledge, a wealth of just motivation and creativity. Quincy, Jeff, welcome to the show, and I appreciate you being here. Fantastic. You have us both here. Quincy's in the background. Can you hear me, Ira? Yeah, I can hear you loud and clear. Awesome, man. Fantastic. And uh, and Quincy's definitely here to uh, to say hello to you. We, we both uh, congratulate you on launching this platform. Um, it's it's obviously desperately needed in in communities around the country. And, uh, you know, again, kudos for you for taking the step to, to put a platform like this together. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. You know, thank you for um, pushing me and driving me and challenging me and, and giving me what I need to be able to do this. So I appreciate you and Quincy, the president and vice president of Credit Concepts. Um, it's your floor. Whatever you want to talk about, each and every week Credit Concepts will be here and just educating the people on personal credit and what they need to do to, to take it in their control. So it's your floor. Fantastic. So I'm going to take a little bit of a different approach uh, when it comes down to credit um, and, again, you, like myself, we're pretty passionate about that little five-letter word called credit because it actually does uh, – it, it controls your lifestyle uh, these days. Again, this is Jeff. I'm the vice president of operations of Credit Concepts. Um, and, you know, we're very passionate about what we do. We opened up a, a credit consultation center here in the Bronx in New York City, uh, and we have people petitioning us to do the same thing in Boston, New Jersey, and in Brooklyn, you know, 
and Manhattan. So we're very excited about what we're doing to pioneer this. You know, we're going to bring a little bit of a different conversation to the credit world. Uh, most people, you know, everyone has it, but a lot of people don't have the conversation, whether it's good, bad, or indifferent. They shy away from it. And, uh, you know, we're not overly concerned with where you're at credit-wise. The most important thing is I don't care where you're at. I do care, and I will hold you accountable for not doing something about it. You know, uh, years ago, you know, you didn't necessarily need credit for a cell phone. You didn't need it to rent an apartment. Now in New York City and many other places, if you want to rent a room, they're going to pull your credit. Uh, if you want to get car insurance, they're using that now as a barometer, as Ira talked about earlier, as a risk factor for that. Uh, utility companies uh, want to pull your credit. Cable television companies, uh, those boxes that we use to plug into our TV sets, they cost a significant amount of money. They want to know whether or not you have the financial capacity, the track record, and the wherewithal to pay that back. So, you know, we are very moderately priced in what we do here at Credit Concepts. You know, we have a vision of your credit, your control. We are actually a technology company. You know, people paid thousands of dollars to get their credit fixed and their credit repaired, but everybody knows Netflix, they know Uber, you know, and these things, when it comes down to that technology piece, you know, Netflix pretty much changed the game. They just, you know, streaming and content. So we are an Expedia when it comes down to credit. You know, we have uh, some software and some portals and things that we've been able to put together that actually automate this process, streamline this process, that our most expensive package that we have is $399. So we completely understand that if anyone's on the phone and you have any uh, dreams, and aspirations, if you are a parent and you want to see a better lifestyle for your children, you absolutely have to come through this credit door. It is tied to assets. It's tied to wealth. And I will say this as well. This is extremely important that we look at hundreds of credit reports each and every single day, and there are certain patterns that we see uh, from people in the inner city, from people from other countries, and many other ethnicities uh, around the country. And one thing that we absolutely do see uh, that is consistent among some ethnicities is that, you know what, we understand that they have the money when it comes down to fixing their credit. Unfortunately, they have that money tied up in sneakers. They have that money tied up in pocketbooks, uh, great pocketbook with no money in it. They've got that tied up in jewelry. They've got it tied up into clothes in your closet that have tags on them. So we understand it's about people having that financial maturity to understand that the first thing I need to do, the best investment that you could ever make, the first thing you need to do with your tax return money is you have to address your credit. There is a return on your credit. When the scores are right, it's lower interest rates, it's open to other opportunities uh, that you could never get when you suffer from a bad credit perspective. So we have this thing where we know when people's, a lot of times people's egos are up, but their credit scores are down. They have the fancy clothes, they have the fancy sneakers, juice, whatever it might be, but they're not addressing those important things. So we can march, we can protest, we can do some different things, but if you don't control your credit, then you won't control the businesses and you won't control the economics in your neighborhood. So neighborhoods are not being lost. We're giving them away because we found that people are just not competing financially. And if your credit is not where it needs to be, you are absolutely 
financially disenfranchised. So it is our goal, it is our mission to raise the credit, raise the community. There's not one leader that doesn't want his whole entire organization in the church, in in any organization. We do a lot of uh, organizational work, uh, and even in a family that doesn't want your team to be at 700 and above. So, Ira, those are just some of our thoughts on what we're able to do in our package. As we say, you know, it's $399. That's our most expensive package. What we're able to do is that what's unique, Ira, about what we bring to the table. We don't just remove those negative items from a credit report. We've been successful, very successful in doing it. We've been in business for nine years. We have an A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau. We have a money-back guarantee. We have a non-for-profit that helps returning citizens from prison and veterans fix their credit for free. We have a DOE number that we go into the schools to teach proactively. So we're not on trial when it comes down to what we do. In fact, we'll gladly give you your money back if we can't assist you. But those foreclosures, bankruptcies, inquiries, tax liens, judgments, collections, those are the things that we, you know, we, we water our mouth to go after to try to remove from a credit report. And, and in another call, we'll talk about some of the strategies that we use a little bit to do that, but we also add things to the credit report. So not only are we removing, but we're adding. That's why with our money-back guarantee, why do we constantly say that? Because we've never given anybody back any money because we know by deleting and adding things, we're going to get results. So we're certainly not on trial, but um, we know we love to have an impact in the neighborhood, and we believe that life starts at 720. And uh, hopefully uh, if this conversation resonates with you, you want to be that role model in your family. You want to not just to show them that you can eat right and you can go to do spiritual things right, and that you get up and go to work every single day. You need to show them your credit report and show your sons and your daughters what it means to be fiscally responsible and financially responsible with your financial resume, which is what you call your credit report. So, Ivan, there's some thoughts from Credit Concepts. Anybody who sees the vision and what we're doing, they can certainly go to enroll.creditconcepts.com. That's enroll.creditconcepts.com. So uh, we're excited about what's taking place. Uh, in the community that we're able to assist and help people that have never pulled a credit report ever after yeah. 30 years of 35 years of walking the earth to walk them through a situation where they can understand what credit is and credit is financial leverage. And we should hope that everybody on the phone has that kind of leverage. If not, you just can't compete in 2017. Wonderful. Awesome, man. Yo, thank you for those that wisdom, man, that's that knowledge. I appreciate it. I can hear the passion in your voice, um, and I know you're serious. It's not just you talking. You got the, the data to back it up, man. You have the, the, the testimonials and the reviews to back it up, and, and I appreciate you coming on the show. What you're talking about is priorities. You're talking about, you know, um, putting your financial lifestyle and those behaviors and those commitments on top of the one, you know, making sure that you're taking care of, of your responsibilities in all aspects, not just financial, but health, but mental, but spiritual, aligning your priorities so you can be progressive and so you can have positive results. You have to have a plan. And I'll be the first to say that's easier said than done. 
You can say that until you're blue in the face, but it takes work. It takes commitment. It takes sleepless nights. It takes messing up and starting over again to really get this thing right. So the, 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 the goal of this show is not to point out anybody doing anything wrong. It's to show that there is a way. You do have hope. There are things that you can do to change your lifestyle, and this platform is about education and making sure you have the tools that you need to do that. So, Jeff, Quincy, I appreciate you supporting me on this movement. I appreciate Credit Concepts. I appreciate what you're doing in Bronx and how that's having a trickle effect in the entire industry. So I appreciate that. So we're going to take another quick break, and then when we get back, we're going to talk to Mr. Mark Parham. He's the guest interview for today. Um, you know, there's so many things I can say about Mr. Parham. He's a friend. He's a mentor, small business coach. He's an author, a radio host, and an entrepreneur. Um, but he's our guest interview, and we're going to pick his mind, and he's going to spit some real knowledge. So you're listening to the iTalk Radio, Cat Builder Network. We'll be right back. Uncontrolled high blood pressure is serious, and I can quit whenever I want. Why can't we get back to when you checked on me? I don't want to leave, but remember, when I quit, you quit. Sincerely, your heart. Listen to your heart and don't let it quit on you. High blood pressure can lead to a stroke, heart attack, or death. Get yours to a healthy range today. For help keeping yours at a healthy range, text PRESSURE to 97779. A message from the American Heart Association, the American Stroke Association, and the Ad Council. My name is Dale Pazinski. I volunteer with United Way to help the homeless in my community learn computer skills and build a basic resume. I don't just wear this shirt. I live it. Give. Advocate. Volunteer. Live United. Go to liveunited.org. Brought to you by United Way and the Ad Council. Now we're going to get into our guest interview, Mr. Mark Parham. Mark, welcome to the show. I appreciate you, you know, joining me, my first guest interview. Um, you know, I said a little bit of things about you before we went on break, but, again, I'll reiterate, he's, a, of course, a mentor to me. Um, I'm on his show every Monday doing a segment about credit. Um, he's a, a small business coach, helps hundreds or thousands of people. Um, he was actually – he met with President Obama um, about, you know, small businesses. He's an author. He's written several books, radio host, of course, and an entrepreneur. And, again, he's the director of an um, entrepreneurship center at the Urban League of Atlanta. So, Mark, welcome to the show. I appreciate you for just being you. You pour so much into me, and I appreciate you being my first guest interview. Thank you. Welcome to the show. Hey, man, thanks for having me. I'm just glad I'm the first guest. I wouldn't get mine in now because – you start rolling, I probably had to beg you to come on. So you really started great <laughs> nah, tonight, man. though, man. <laughs> really excited for you. I mean, uh, young men you just had talking are really bringing the correct knowledge. You're really bringing what people really need to hear in order to get their lives right. And that's that's yeah. something that's so major right now, understanding our money. 
Not to make it, that's right. what happens to it after that. That's right, that's right. Uh, you know, uh, Mark, if you want to just take a couple minutes and tell people what exactly that you do and, um, you know, why you're such an asset, I say you're such an asset to the community um, because of the knowledge that you bring and the resources that you bring. So just take a couple minutes and, and just tell us what you do. Well, what I really kind of do is to get people to realize that you know, I meet people every day that have all the knowledge and experience to start a business and change their lives, but they don't know they can. Okay? They never, they're not teaching it in school. They're not teaching it anywhere. And it used to be something that we all knew. You know, my forefathers, you know, we talk about Black Wall Street and things like this. We knew how to start our own businesses, but now we don't. But there are a lot of people that can. So my mission and my purpose is to help people get that light bulb to go on and realize that they can take control of their lives and start their business. But the one thing I do like to say is that I like them to start a business while they're working. Okay, as you, as you guys said earlier, you know, it's hard to go get funding and things like that when you can't show how you're going to pay that money back. So my mission really is to help people understand that they can take an idea and start a business. And that's what I try to do through the Urban League, through my books, and through my training and things like that. Okay, wonderful, wonderful. You know, um, both consistent messaging is, you know, make sure that you have a plan, make sure you still have a stream of income when you're trying to do that jump, as Steve Harvey says. I know it's a time to jump, but then you also have to have a plan with it. Mark, I want to share something that happened to me just recently, and I think it happens to a lot of small business owners, is in preparing for this show, I got so focused on the big picture. I got so focused on the details of everything that it stumped me from progressing. Like, I knew what I wanted it to be. I knew what I wanted the output to be, but I got stuck there. And then so I stopped doing the small things. And I think a lot of business owners do that. You see you see the million-dollar dream, right? You see where you want your business to go. But, you know, if you're so focused on that and not making sure you're taking baby steps and, and actually progressing, then you'll get to the point where you're not doing anything. And so that happened to me, and I don't want that to happen to anybody that's listening. So talk to us about making sure that you not you keep that big-picture mentality, but you're making the steps towards doing something. Well, you know, that that comes down to why a plan is so important. You know, when you develop a business plan right when you get started, it gives you a roadmap. Now, the plan is never done. You're always going to make modifications and changes, but the plan keeps you focused. Because sometimes, you know, we'll talk to our friends, and they go, you ought to do this, you ought to do that. You can go back to your plan and say, is that in my plan? No. Go back to your plan. But it's so easy to get diverted. Because you have trains, you're sleeping, and people tell you watching TV, watching the Shark Tank, you're watching all these things that are coming at you. Yeah. But that's why, you know, first thing is important to me to have a plan. And it doesn't have to be that 30-page plan. It can be like a five-page plan. It can be a one-page plan. But you've got to have a plan. And I think that's the first thing I try to get through people's heads when they're trying to start, let's put it down on paper. And for some reason, once you put it on paper, it takes a life of its own. You that's very true. And that's what that's I try very to true. understand. Gotcha. That's true. Okay, so one other thing. So I know you, you do a lot with the Urban League. Of course, you're a director at the Urban League. Tell mm-hmm. us a little bit about that. Like, what are what's not their primary mission, but what can they actually do to help a small business owner, um, you know, take that first step? 
to creating a plan to getting funding or, or networking, what is the Urban League, how are they an asset to the community in that regard? Well, Urban League has an entrepreneurship center. The one in Atlanta does, and there's 13 around the country. Like next month, I'm starting two training tracks. One is for people that are trying to start their business. I have got an idea. I don't know what to do with it. I try to help you evaluate your idea and say it's going to make you money, help you develop a plan. The second track is for people that have already started out, jumped in the business. Now I want it to grow. I need funding. I need to get more contracts. I need to start hiring people. We call that a growth accelerator track. We call the first one a startup accelerator track. They meet on Tuesday evenings from 6 to 8.30. The first and third Thursday of the month are the startup classes, and the second and fourth are the uh, growth track. But we have not only training, but we have coaches, people that volunteer to sit down with you. I got people that are good at helping you get contracts. I got people that are good, like, say, you want to get certified. I got people that are trying to get funded, how to package you, how to teach you how to talk to a banker. Uh, just how to get yourself ready so when you go in, you feel more confident. So our whole mission is to get you ready. You try to meet people where they are. You can come get training and get coaching. And right now, it's all free. We are going to be going through a, a fee-for-service model, but right now, starting in February, both these tracks are free. The coaching is free. And we try to help you just stay focused. you got somebody you can talk to on a regular basis. To really get out there and make it do what it do, as Brother Ray Carroll says, you know. That's you, right. You got to have a plan, and we try to help you do that. That's right. Perfect. That's Great. Yeah. So, that's awesome. You know, the Urban League does a lot in the community, and and you yourself, you know, with Cat Builder Network, Cat Builder Radio Network, you know, you do a lot. You you expose and create. Um, a, a platform for people to have that knowledge and have that information every Monday to help them as a small business owner, again, make a plan and then succeed. Um, you know, tell me a little, about a little bit about the books that you, you wrote and one that you're currently writing. I think you're currently writing one right now, right? Yeah, I'm working on one now. The first book I wrote was Yes, I Can Develop My Idea and Start a Business. Uh, you know, people used to ask me all the time how to start a business. So I took the top ten questions that people ask me each question is answered in a chapter, but then I have a, it's a workbook. Because in the back of the book, after each chapter, I give you questions, and I want you to answer things and do things. And that way, you're actually working on your plan, but you're doing it piece by piece by piece. So it's been very popular. I use that as a course, the basis of a lot of my training material. And the next book I'm working on now is called To Boldly Go. What I really realize is that, yeah, I can show you how to start a business, but if you're not really ready mentally to do it. How do you get ready mentally? You know, what's your mind to that? How do you get ready spiritually? You know, have you checked your health out? Because, you know, as the brother said, if you're going to be working inside the business, you better be healthy. Okay, so I talk about a lot of the things that are more focused on the the business owner, the entrepreneur himself. How does he get himself? How does he relate to his family? What's he doing? You know, you're an entrepreneur. You spend a lot of time doing this. Your family's going to start going a little slight. You know, That's right. So, so how do you right. how do you navigate just being an entrepreneur? So I call it the boldly go because it's, you know you know the Star Trek fan, so you know the boldly go and no man has gone before. But um, I really I'm, I'm using this book as a precursor to the other book, how to get you ready for business. 
So those are the two that I'm working on right now, and uh, I'm going to be launching this one. And uh, just using all the experience that I've learned to help people get ready. And I think that, okay. I, and I'm going to tell you what, if we, if we don't do this, we don't get back to handling our own business, we're truly, truly going to be in trouble. Yeah. So I think it's important that this is what we do. Okay, wonderful. As always, full of information, full of knowledge, and I love the way you present. I love the way you make it just clear and concise and, and really can soak into your brain and you can get it energized and motivated to go out and make moves. 2017 is all about making moves, all about, you know, um, not focusing on negativity, focusing on positivity, being progressive, and executing. So, Mark, as always, thank you, and I hope this is not your – you know, last time on the show, I know you got your own, but you're welcome anytime, anytime you want to come and bless us with the knowledge. <laughs> you, you come that, back. You say that. You say that now. You say that now. You get big time. Uh, I'll have my people call your people just to get on your show. Nah. So, uh, it's all good, man. <laughs> nah, I appreciate you, man. I appreciate you. Awesome. So that was Mark Parham. Um, you know, he gave us a lot of good information um, for small business owners. And um, just really knowing your core competency, preparing yourself, and making sure that you come to the table ready to work. So we're going to take a short break. When we come back, we're going to do our death to the score segment. Um, and then after that, we're going to wrap it up. It went by really quick. This is my first show. I'm having a ball. I thank everybody for listening. Um, you know, Stay plugged in. And we'll be right back after this break. You're listening to I Talk Credit. Cat Builder Radio Network. WWE Superstar Alberto Del Rio. Take one. Behold the angry giant. Try it again, Alberto. Behold the angry giant. Perfect. Good luck tonight. Behold the angry giant. Yay! Read me another one, Dad. This is WWE superstar Alberto Del Rio. It only takes a moment to make a moment. Take time to be a dad today. Visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. It only takes a minute to find out if you may have prediabetes. And you can do it at doihaveprediabetes.org. But you're probably not going to, are you? Kids, work, listening to the radio. You're busy, which is great because busy people can't get prediabetes. Oh my, I read that wrong. (laughs) They can. Should have worn my glasses. So visit doihaveprediabetes.org and take a short test. Because prediabetes can be reversed. Brought to you by the Ad Council and its prediabetes awareness partners. Everybody, welcome back to I Talk Credit on the Cat Builder Radio Network. Right now, we're going to go into our death to the score segment, and I know that sounds a little extreme. Um, that probably sounds like I'm saying, you know, death to the credit score. We should totally get rid of, you know, FICO scores. We totally get rid of any type of risk model. But actually, that's not what I'm talking about at all. The death to the score movement is really taking the taking the um, your eyes away from those three-digit numbers and really focusing on the behaviors, 
focusing on a mentality and focusing on a lifestyle. That score is important, but I believe a long-term approach should be what you're doing on a daily basis, those behaviors, your mentality, what you're passing on to your kids, um, you know, what you're reading. Those are the things that I think you need to, you know, pay a lot more attention to. Depth to the score is all about changing the, I want that 800 score to, you know, I want to save more. Changing that, you know, I want to um, buy a home, which is very important, to I want to get life insurance. So it's not taken away from the score. It's not taken away from those objects that you definitely want to have, um, but you need to focus on the mentality around that. So many times we go through life and we're just focusing on the outcome. We're focusing on three scores. We're focusing on the marriage that we don't pay attention to the relationship. We don't pay attention to what you need to do to keep that person happier, keep that savings account flourished, or keep that job thriving. We're so focused on the out on, on the output. Um, I can tell you from personal experience, even starting this show, so focused on the output that you know I was getting really, really bogged down with the day to day, you know, steps to make it happen. So once I had a friend just kind of sit me down and take me step by step and to work on the behaviors and committing to doing the small things, things started panning out. Things started really opening up for me. So depth to the scores of movement that I'm starting, I'm going to be writing a book this year on really focusing on those behaviors and that mentality. Um, I want us to educate our children on what they need to do and how they need to be proactive and not just worrying about three numbers that, in my opinion, any given moment could change. Um, you know, so let's focus on the behaviors. Let's focus on a lifestyle. Let's focus on education. Um, let's focus on, on working together as a community to uplift each other. That's what Death to the Score is all about. It's not really about death at all. It's about uplifting. It's about life. Um, so that's the movement that we're going to do. The book will be coming out this year. I'm excited about it. And, um, you know, we're going to change the world. And we're going to start just one show at a time, educating people on what they need to do to be proactive and really get the tools they need to succeed, whether you're an individual, whether you're a small business owner, whether you have good credit, whether you have bad credit. We want to be able to speak to all of those different type of situations. So, um, you know, that's it. That's the Death to the Score segment, and that's the show. Um, I just want to take a moment to thank everybody who listened in today, um, who's supporting this show, who's supporting this movement. I want to thank Quincy and Jeff from Credit Concepts. I want to thank Chris Frederick. Um, if you need to reach Chris, you can do so at um, um, chriscreditsolutions at gmail.com. If you need to reach Credit Concepts, check them out at www.creditconcepts.com. Again, thank you for Mark for allowing me to have this opportunity. Um, you can catch him on Mondays, 7 p.m., Cat Builder Network. Um, he's on giving information about small business. So most importantly, I want to thank God for just blessing me every day of being allowed to wake up and have the opportunity to have this platform. So you can catch us here every Thursday at 7 p.m. I talk credit radio. Um, we're going to bring you know new guests every time we have this show. You'll have mortgage lenders, real estate um, sales reps. You'll have bankers, um, you know people in nonprofits, alternative lending representatives. We're bringing them all to the table. At the end of the day, this show is about the people. It's about spreading education. So that's it for tonight. Um, join us next Thursday, and I appreciate you. God bless you. Peace, love, and happiness. And, um, you know, I'll, I'll close it out by saying 
you know, if you don't have purpose and passion, then you're living a very, 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 uh, not unproductive, but, you know, you're, you're really just going through life and kind of just existing. You're not living. And we don't want to exist. We want to live. So everybody have a great night, and I'll see you next Thursday. Thank you for listening to the iTalk Radio, Cat Builder Network.